The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast on a Sunday afternoon in South Texas, four days away, about four days away from the start of the 2019 NFL Draft. Uh, we'll be discussing that uh, on this podcast, previewing that, uh, discussing some free agency and trade moves in the NFL, and discussing the release of the schedule, which uh, was last week. So joining me for this podcast from Los Angeles, California, Green Bay Packers fan, Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? Doing well. Uh, good time in sports with the N- playoffs uh, for the NBA, and then haven't talked about NFL in a while. But we got the draft coming up, like I said, uh, four days away. So we'll discuss that first. So obviously, the best available players in the draft are defensive type guys, defensive ends, defensive linemen, linebackers. I mean, Quinnen Williams, Nick Bosa, Rashawn Gary. So. What do we see the the Cardinals doing at number one because they got a new coach with Cliff King, Kingsbury. I'm not sure how much he likes Josh Rosen, the quarterback they drafted last season. And what where do you where do you think they go? Are they going Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, something like that? What do you think? Yeah, they're going Kyler Murray. Okay, and then what what kind of value does Josh Rosen for, have for them on the trade market? What what can they possibly get for him if they draft Kyler Murray? Okay, and then Kyler Murray, uh, can we see something similar to him first season like we saw from Baker Mayfield, another Oklahoma quarterback, undersized, uh, can run well, good mobility, and pretty good arm as well? I mean, do we see a similar type rookie season for Kyler Murray? Yeah, and he's black too, so he really can run. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll maybe ignore that last comment, but obviously it should be interesting to see. But obviously... Not after Kyler Murray, Dwayne Haskins, uh, not much in the way of uh, top-level uh, type quarterbacks there. I mean, besides those two guys, I mean, do you see any other quarterbacks going in the first round? Drew Locke is definitely going in the first round. Okay, I mean, and Dwayne Haskins, I mean, his stock has kind of fell. I mean, initially when the draft uh, previews started and everything, the dra- mock drafts, he was probably the top-rated quarterback. But why has his stock fell, and do you see, where do you see him going? Uh, you see him going t- top 10? What do you think, top, top 15? I think he's going top 10. I think he's going to go to the Raiders. Unfortunately, he's not winning that franchise, and he's going to do that again and draft Dwayne Haskins. Okay, and then Locke, you see what, late first round? Okay. And then some of the other guys, like I mentioned, defensive heavy, uh, 
Nick Bosa has been out with an injury for a little while. Uh, he's obviously from what a lot of people, what a lot of people say, a generational type talent. Uh, is he a must get for the 49ers at number two? What do you think? Okay, 49ers, obviously, I think three of the last four or five drafts, they've drafted defensive and defensive linemen, Solomon Thomas, Arik Armstead, DeForest Buckner. What's different about Bosa, and can he be a generational-type talent similar to maybe a DeMarcus Lawrence or DeMarcus Ware, someone like that that type? I mean, historical-type defensive end, what do you think? And then, what are some? Who are some other uh, linebackers, defensive end that you like? I mean, Kentucky, the Kentucky linebacker, Rashawn Gary. Okay, and then obviously we ha- don't see much running backs to get drafted in the first round. I mean, do we see any this this yeah, year? No, what do you- no chance, no chance, none at all, none at all. Okay, and then for wide receivers, uh, who, who's your who's your best wide receiver in the draft, and who do, where do you think he goes? And then what what about Marquise Brown from Oklahoma? Yeah, I think he's definitely going to be good. He's going to be a, a solid wide receiver. I really don't know. I really haven't watched too much tape on him, but I've been reading up on him. And I think he'll be good. Okay, and then in the way of tight ends, I mean, we don't really see much any type Gronk or Travis Kelsey type guys, do we, in this draft? As far as tight ends go, we don't really see anybody who has potential to be a uh, Gronk or a Travis Kelsey. No, what are you talking about? There's two of them. Noah Fon and T.J. Hawkins from Okay, so you, I mean, you see these guys having big impacts in the in the league? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, so Hawkinson's in the fr- a first-round pick for sure. What do you think? Yeah, I am fun too. Okay, both, both of them. Okay, so they're possibly like, uh, I think, what, Gronk and Aaron Hernandez in 2010, I think? Or? Yeah, could be, perhaps. Okay, I guess with that, I mean, that's pr- pretty much like the first round of the draft. I mean, any other kind of guys you see that can be kind of impactful guys, maybe in the second, third round? What do you think? 
Daniel Jones, quarterback. He, he should be going early. Another quarterback going. Okay. All right, before we go into some of the free agency moves, the trades, uh, any other thing, any other input you have on the draft and coming up on Thursday? Uh, the Raiders are going to fuck up to all the Raiders fans out there. Okay. All right, we'll see. I mean, the Raiders obviously made a big splash. I mean, uh, we'll segue into the, the trades, uh, trading for Antonio Brown. So what was your overall impression of that move and do you think it's it's a good move for the Raiders or or do you think it'll ultimately be a bad move for them at first I thought it was a great move but then after Antonio Brown started becoming more of a diva and diva at street you know, he did free agents and, um, after he got traded uh, bashing Juju Smith-Schuster it's just gonna be a complete disaster they paid him I mean every wide receiver that's gone to the Raiders has fallen apart go from Randy Moss to Jerry Rice and so on for it. It's just, they're, they're not, he's not going to do anything. The Raiders might have one more win than last year. That team is not going to go anywhere. Okay. And then obviously the two other big signings and trades, in my opinion, obviously Le'Ve- Le'Veon Bell after sitting out the entire 2018 season, signing with the Jets, and then Odell Beckham getting traded to Cleveland for Jabril Preppers and a few draft picks. So, what what's your take on those signings and do you think Cleveland is a lock for the playoffs next season? Cleveland's not a lock because hey, they have they got a lot of talent, but it's gonna be chemistry issues now too. Like Jarvis Landry and Odell went to school together and they're always friends, they exchange jerseys, but how are they gonna play together? Uh, they they even added Kareem Hunt suspended for the first half of the season and but I do think they'll make the playoffs Not, nothing's a lock or anything uh, but yeah uh, going to Le'Veon Bell I think he made the right move to go to the Jets uh, not just financially wise but the right situation and it's a really good situation for him he's got Sam Darnold there a young up and, co- up and coming quarterback that's the right move for him. Okay, I mean, do we see, uh, I guess, an improvement from Sam Darnold, obviously, with a top-level running back behind in the backfield now? Uh, how, how much of an improvement can we expect from his rookie season to his sophomore season? Yeah, he'll improve. Uh, their, their, their wins won't improve much. Darnold will improve because they also added wide receiver Jamison Crowder, so that will help him out as a slot receiver. He won't have to throw it too deep. Okay, and then as far as trades, free agencies, uh, which team is the big winner so far that you've seen up to this point? I really don't know. Definitely not the Raiders. I would say uh, it's pretty a little biased, but underrated team that I didn't even expect from my team is the Green Bay Packers that they went all out on defense, and I did not expect that. Okay, I mean, what are some of their big signings that you think that will make a, a, a significant impact to help them from what was a, a very bad season for them last season? Well, they waived, uh, they let Clay Matthews walk, they waived Nick Perry, and then they signed Darius Smith, Preston Smith, and safety Adrian Amos from the Bears. So those are all, they normally just wait till the draft, but this time 
it went the other way around. They spent all the money and big signings. Okay, and is going forward is that enough to keep uh, the the big man Aaron Rodgers happy? And, I mean, uh, any concerns about Rodgers' uh, injury history moving forward in the upcoming seasons? Because, I mean, I think two two times in the last maybe five seasons we've seen him miss more than six games. Uh, what's your kind of take on his injury history, his health moving forward? That's always a concern. I mean, yeah, he's been injured, so I think they should draft the O-line with a 12 pick, but everyone's saying they're going to go wide receiver or a tight end. So I don't know, but I want to Okay. And then the 49ers obviously making a few moves in my team. Kwan Alexander, D Ford, and then offensively they signed Tevin Coleman and Jordan Matthews. So what can we expect from the 49ers team next season? Can we is it fair to expect eight wins? What do you think? Yeah. Okay, I mean, throughout his career so far, we've seen good five-game stretches, but we've never seen anything consistent more than that. So hopefully we can see health from him, first of all, and no no uh, bad injuries like he had against Kansas City last year in the third game and see a prolonged, some sort of consistency, continuity from him because that's really what's been lacking in his five, six seasons in the league so far. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there, but... I mean, are they the team of the future for the NFC West? What do you think? Or is, are the Rams still going to dominate? And the Seahawks still going to be second? Uh, I don't know about the, the Seahawks. They just uh, broke the whole bank for us. So I don't know how that's going to work out, how they're going to treat the other three agents now. Since they're paying their quarterback $35 million a year. And then the Cardinals, we don't know what's going on. And we got the Rams. I don't know how long they're going to last. I'd say three more years, uh, but I think Jared Goff is going to, uh, I won't say fall off, but like, not have that good of a season next year, and, but Todd Gurley will still be Todd Gurley, so he's going to be, he's going to put up those numbers. Okay, I mean, did we ever find out what really happened to Gurley in the playoffs, because he was a pretty much a non-existent, and did he have some sort of injury that we don't know about? All right. Uh, who are s- still some good free agents out there that uh, teams are going to go out and sign? I mean, who who are the big names left? Uh, I think Dominican Sue is the first one that comes to mind because he, he he's def- he's an impactful player. I think he didn't sign because he was demanding too much money and. That's the thing with him. He's not going to get that money. He had an okay season. Okay. I just don't see. He's not going to get the fourteen million he got from the Rams. Okay. And, and Ziggy Ansah. He's still Trey Boston and safety. There's a lot of players. I mean, there's Michael Crabtree still available. A couple wide receivers. Jay Ajay, and running back. T.J. Yeldon. There's quite a few players still out there that 
Okay, and then going into America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, they gave uh, Demarcus Lawrence a big extension. They traded for Robert Quinn. Uh, where does that kind of put them at uh, in going into next season when they have to possibly throw out some money to Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, where where do they go? I mean, and what kind of deal does Prescott get next season? In the it all depends on that. Yeah, I think uh, he's going to get somewhere near 30 at least. But, I mean, we'll see. I mean, it seems like Jerry Jones uh, likes him and he, he really takes care of his quarterbacks historically from what you see. And I think he's kind of forced to pay Dak after the Cowboys' uh, pretty good season la- uh, last year. So I think that's just the way it is with quarterbacks. You have to overpay for them, unfortunately. That's just kind of the market how the market is in the NFL and that's just unfortunately the today's NFL but I guess with that uh, what are some kind of some other moves you you liked some kind of under under the radar signings under the radar trades that didn't really make a big splash but you think will be really impactful next season What's your what's your take on Justin Houston to Indianapolis? I mean, is he too old no, now? Okay. And then I mean, so, so nothing else. I mean, obviously Russell Wilson got the the biggest biggest uh, contract for a quarterback. Is that just who's going to be the next quarterback in line? Is it Dak or is it is anyone else in line to get kind of a big deal like him? Okay, going back to Earl Thomas, uh, how eff- effective do you think he's going to be coming off that uh, gruesome ACL injury that he had that ended his season? Uh, I think it's gonna—it's not going to be too too much. Hopefully, he gets, he's good and he's ready to go. All right, and then obviously the Steelers lost their two best offensive players in Le'Veon Bell and uh, 
Antonio Brown. So what what can we expect from them next season with the aging Ben Roethlisberger? Obviously, James Conner stepped in really well for Le'Veon Bell, as we saw last season. And then Juju Smith-Schuster, can he be a legit number one target and elite wide receiver in this league? Yeah, All right, so I guess, I mean, we'll see what happens with the remaining free agents, and then obviously some of that stuff will probably get played out after the draft takes place. But uh, we'll, we'll move into the schedules now. Uh, the, the schedules were released uh, last Wednesday on the 5th. So I guess with the schedules, uh, f- compared to last season, the Raiders have the toughest schedule, I believe. And then... And then I think my Niners are in there as well, I think, with the sixth or seventh toughest schedule. So what's kind of your, your take on your Packers schedule? Did they get a good draw, and do you think it's going to be favorable to them to make a playoff run? Okay, I mean – Obviously, that's really become a tough division, obviously, with the emergence of the of Chicago, and then Minnesota is still there. Obviously, Detroit, I, they should finish ahead of Detroit for sure, right? I mean, Detroit's not really... Yeah, they should finish ahead of Detroit's not Okay. So I guess uh, with the Raiders, I mean, even if they had a favorable schedule, were they still going to be have a bad season, you think? And this doesn't really help them. What do you think? Okay. And then I guess going back to some, uh, I guess, like draft stuff, are you, are you a fan of this, uh, how they're doing it now, just changing up the venue every season? Uh, obviously, this season is going to be in Nashville. Next year, it's going to be in Las Vegas. Are you a fan of this, or, or did you like it how it used to be? Yeah, Uh, yeah, I'll be in Los Angeles. Obviously, that's going to be when the Rams get their new stadium. That's probably in three three years or so. But are you a fan of the overall, like, just idea of moving it around year to year? Okay. All right, fair enough. I mean, with that... Uh, Discussing the draft, free agency trades, schedules. Uh, anything else to add, Rebound? Uh, I was pretty surprised to see Jason Wade come out of retirement. Uh, that was pretty shocking. Uh, I guess he wasn't a good person for the Monday Night Football crew. And getting him to come out of retirement it was pretty surprising, so I didn't expect that. Okay, I guess uh, we'll see. I mean, he's still... But like early thirties, I think. I mean, I mean, we'll see how he, yeah. how he plays. I mean, yeah, how he plays coming back. But I mean, go, going back to his old old teammate Tony Romo, who has really uh, been successful behind the booth. Uh, he's requesting ten million dollars from CBS. Is that something that's reasonable for him? I mean, 
Okay, so he's he's kind of like he's kind of like Gruden. I mean, how Gruden was on Monday night. Okay. All right. Uh, with that, uh, always a pleasure, Rebound. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me on. I just want to congratulate Akshay for the Celtics sweeping the Pacers. All right. Congratulations to Akshay. I'll, I'm sure I'll be discussing that with him more in the future. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you guys enjoy the NFL draft and all the remaining free agency moves. I'll be back in about a week to discuss uh, more NBA playoffs.